0: Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show.
1: (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, where a movie talk show podcast comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, in our quest for total world domination. Hey, you can help us out with that. Go over to wherever you found us and hit that like or subscribe button. All of that stuff helps us get found by other like-minded folks like you who are into the same crazy stuff that we are. These are the internet radio superstars. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. Holly. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you Hall-
2: right now? Okay, are you the only one that can see Holly right now, Sean? No is comment. she sitting in no this comment.
1: chair? No yeah. right. Move along. Right. I mean, that would go with the theme for tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Well, for speaking sure. of which... Tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Michaela. what did we watch tonight? <laughs> we watched
2: Paranormal Activity 3.
0: Ooh, getting deep in the sequels. Yeah. How many Paranormal Activities are there? There
2: are six and a seventh was just announced. Oh, They're going to do seven. Oh, really? Yes. And like heard this, heard this week. Okay. Like, oh, there you go. All they said was, uh-huh. it's happening. <laughs> like, no other context. Uh-huh. No, nothing. It Just uh, Paranormal Activity 7 is happening.
1: What year was this one released? 2011.
2: It's 10-year what- anniversary. Wow.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So the first one came out in... 2007. 2007.
2: Okay, and then I think the second was 2010.
1: Wow, okay. they waited that long. So, uh, title sequence:
2: Paranormal Activity, Paranormal Activity Two, Paranormal Activity Three, Paranormal Activity Four. Oh, okay, this is where I'm gonna. You're gonna have to test me. <laughs> paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Yeah. Okay, Paranormal Activity, the ghost dimension. in and 3D. And then uh, I don't know what the last one's called.
1: Isn't it? Wasn't that the last one? Wait, we. Have isn't four, that five? Five. And six, yeah. Okay, that's
2: six. Okay, all right, all right. No, seven seven is coming. coming.
1: Yeah, wait. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're
2: missing one. No, no, no.
0: We had four regular-named paranormal- Yep. And then five was Marked, marked, ones, marked,
2: ones, ones, marked ones and then, and ghost, then the ghost Dimension. Okay, six. That's six. Okay, okay, there okay. We, go. we got them all. Got
1: them. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I mean, this was a huge deal, this series. Huge deal. There was, I mean, I remember, and probably a lot of you listening, like uh, Cultural horror Cultural phenomenon. Yeah, like w- my generation had Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers, you know, mm-hmm. every year. Your generation had Saw... And paranormal activity competing for your box office dollars yep. every Halloween. Well, we,
2: we've <laughs> talked about on a, I think it might have been on a, a Final Destination episode, but we talked about how 2007 was like a pivotal year in 2000s horror because that was when everything went from being torture porn to other stuff because pa- because of paranormal activity of paranormal. this was the fulcrum uh, point that, yeah. that that made that change
1: it's i it mean it's sense. weird mm-hmm. when i look back at it, 2007 but i mean obviously there's an antecedent here for the whole series which is the blair witch project mm-hmm. which was 99 yes. right Correct. i mean blair Witch project you know is basically single-handedly you know responsible for creating the found footage genre i mean i know you know you could say cannibal holocaust you know, in in horror. Right. right? But but like,
2: that's a deep well, cut. Well, yeah, yeah. There's,
1: there's influence everywhere, but you're right. Blair Witch made this. It became a huge like, success. But why did it take, I mean, I, this is, I, I don't know the answer to this. Why did it take until 2007? Because it really is the found footage genre as exploded after paranormal activity. It really did. Not yeah. after... Uh, there weren't right. imitators of Blair Witch.
2: Because what? After this, we have Wreck and Quarantine, right? Yeah. Those are found like, footage movies. Uh, the Poughkeepsie the VHS, Tapes. The VHS you know, movies. Yeah. The
1: Last Exorcism, mm-hmm. which yep. we did on this show. I yep. mean, there's just Troll Hunter. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. It just goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. There's a cajillion found found footage 3D. Yep. Okay. there's. Right. Uh, did
0: we well. get any, like, attempts to jumpstart this between 1999 and 2007? I don't
2: think so, because Blair Witch abandoned that premise... Immediately. Like, they, sure, they, yeah, they, they the abandoned one, the found yeah. footage after the first one. Yeah. Like, I think they thought it was a gimmick that couldn't they couldn't pull off again.
0: I think they're smart if that is what they thought. I think they it's a good idea that they left it.
2: Could you imagine not only creating, like, an iconic cultural phenomenon of a movie like Blair Witch, but creating a movie that, like, creates a whole subgenre? Yeah. as well as being a cultural phenomenon, that's yeah. like that's a once-in-a-lifetime. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. And this is Oren Pele, was the guy who came up with the original Paranormal Activity. Correct. Did you ever see... Okay, before this, before Paranormal Activity, I remember seeing the series of YouTube videos, and they were called, like, Pantry Ghost, or something like that. And there was, like, a huh. series where they seemed to, like, escalate, and it was, like... I mean, there was no production company, you know, listed. It was basically, like, there was a guy in a house, and he's, like, you know, just showing you know he'd have like a this pan, glass pantry door and he close it and there was like a you know a figure and he opened the door and there's nobody there mm-hmm. and then i think that like you know i
2: saw it on paranormal caught on camera yeah okay, i have okay. seen it yeah so
1: they were out there and i just wonder if that was an inspiration for paranormal activities like somebody saw that, that and said you know well, i work in visual effects i think that's what mm-hmm. Oran Pele did mm-hmm. right yeah and so he's like i you know i just bought a house we can shoot a movie in my house and mm-hmm. this will be like a thing uh, if I remember right, the the origins of Paranormal Activity were, um, he produced like a videotape and just like distributed this somehow mm-hmm. to studio heads. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg saw it and said, we Let's should do something with ending. that. Yeah. So it was his connection through DreamWorks to Paramount. Yep. Paramount wow. actually bought the movie, but they were sneaky about it. And they did this whole thing where, like, you had to request to have the movie brought to your town? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was coming out anyway. They didn't tell you that. Yeah. But it made you seem like you could request to get this horror movie to come to your town. What a genius piece <laughs> of art.
2: Right. And I remember, like, another, the, the, the multiple endings to the original which It yes. actually pays off very well for them. Because I remember at the time, I went and saw it in theaters. Because it was a huge cultural phenomenon. And then I remember one of my friends torrented it. And we were talking about it and we had completely different endings of what they yes, saw okay. and what I saw. And I was like, this is a fucking genius marketing strategy. Like everything Paranormal Activity did in its pushing of the movie was genius and revolutionary.
0: Especially because they were using the uh uh the burgeoning front of the internet where especially when you could up where like you were saying, you could put stuff on YouTube. We're in an era where just like is this real?
1: Is somebody mm-hmm. putting right. this together? Which like, is what
2: Blair Witch did too. But right. like, but paramount to be perfected what Blair Witch kind of started, right? Right. Yeah. I think
1: so. Yeah. I mean, you're sort of revolutionary. It, the seeds were sown by the marketing of Blair Witch because right. that was kind of marketed initially as like, this is a real documentary. Yes. That we that was. Put together from this footage that, you know, these people actually died. (laughs) And that was
2: early internet where you believed everything you read on the internet because it it was so early on.
0: And early internet. And at that time, they were using, at this point, they were using the internet to feed into that story. Whereas now you could probably use it to break down whatever myth or or marketing campaign studios are trying to put out there. You're just like, this isn't true. This is fake like everything is so connected now on the internet it's hard it would be way harder to get away with that stuff
2: yeah you know what broke the world for me on the original paranormal activity because i was i was in high school i was like i want to believe this is real like sure. i want to, i want to buy into like the gimmick and believe this is real i'm fucking channel flipping we newly have cable in my house and i land on mtv and who is on trl but the two stars
1: of paranormal activity uh, and i was too like soon, no too
2: soon. Yeah. no <laughs> i wanted to believe it was real and like they're shattering the world this already.
1: the deal with the Blair Witch folks that they and I think in Cannibal Holocaust for you a know, and that didn't work didn't. out very well but they right. were like yeah. you can't do, you can't be seen in public for right. like a year. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember I was mystified when they would finally start making like appearances on Jay Leno and the nightly talk show. So yeah. I saw Heather Donahue and all them on there and yep. I'm just like a it, it, whole weird new thing mm-hmm. growing up in that time.
2: Right. I met them at a convention a few years ago, and I was like, yeah, you probably had, like, a 20-year ban on being able to do conventions, I'm sure, right? Like, this, you just now were able to the point where you're allowed to do conventions. It's like, hey, but. you're alive,
1: yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remember the poster with all their signatures on it was mm-hmm. available, I think, like, a year afterwards at mm-hmm. conventions and, and something like that. But, uh, yeah, this was so... Um, I think uh Sean, you may have just googled this. That's why I'm asking you, did Jason Blum produce the original Paranormal Activity? He is listed as a producer. Yes. And they the
2: distributed time. it. I know that for sure. Yeah. But,
1: okay, yeah. so this point. is also the, beginning the house the Blum Blumhouse. House built. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Because I mean that I think is the thing that uh you know, we're saying that obviously it created the found footage uh, genre. Blair Witch Project uh was a movie that cost, i don't know a couple hundred thousand yeah right mm-hmm. and grossed uh you know like hundreds of millions of dollars Yes. Yeah. uh paranormal activity followed the same uh thing i think it was like a million dollar movie or less seven hundred thousand yeah, or something like less, that yeah. and it made hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and jason blum was the guy who was sitting there going like god damn it why don't we don't know they don't all have to be found footage you understand right. if we just make a movie for like a a million dollars it can make 60 to 100 yeah. million dollars that
2: first paranormal activity was made for fifteen thousand, and then i think blumhouse yes. came behind and put a two hundred thousand dollar marketing budget behind
1: it so and like they reshot the and and yeah and they re- yeah the
2: um but so you're
1: saying the one that you saw was like the original tape version yeah and then there was the theatrical yep. reshoot hmm Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, see, I'm always wondering. Now, my, There's gonna,
2: three endings my technically. the problem so. is when
0: I first saw it, it was I believe it was a torrent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, that's the only time I've watched that movie. Gotcha. I don't know what the other endings are or what There's ending some I that are got worse. If mine mm. was the reshot. I I think uh spoiler alert for. Her, I think she eats the camera at the end of one of them
2: okay. or just like Psh. That is the theatrical.
0: Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that.
2: the other two are, are the not theatrical. OK,
1: okay yeah. so correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Part of the reshoots on the first movie, because Katie Featherstone's under mm-hmm. name, I think mm-hmm. that's the actress, mm. kind of became the central figure of the Paranormal Activity movies. Correct. Part of the reshoots on the first one was a little bit of mythology, building something about cuz i think the original idea was just like spooky shit was happening in yeah, a house yeah i think yes. that
2: the picture in the attic
1: that was a part of the reshoot
2: which uh like i don't know if you remember john but like well, the picture no, in the attic in the say. original
0: go over all of it because <laughs> the... i don't remember what the connect because <laughs> the... i figure you need a lot from the first one to
2: i i mean this the, re- the reason why i picked I this one though is cuz even though it's the third one it's a prequel it's the third right. one in the f- third installment, but it's a prequel. And just like the second Paranormal Activity actually happens concurrently with the first one. It's not a sequel. Right. They're happening at the same time. So the the like timelines are all fucked up based on the numbering system. But the picture in the attic in the first Paranormal Activity, which like to me is like one of the scariest moments of that movie, is you see that picture being taken in the very beginning of this movie when she's standing in the driveway and they're like, let's get your picture taken. Uh, that's the picture
1: that's in the attic. Oh, uh, gotcha. So, mm-hmm. So there is some talk in the first one, I believe that Katie says something about like yeah when I was younger my sister and I used to have I can't even remember what it was uh, but ghostly experiences yeah. mm-hmm. and so the and then there was a house one-
2: fire and um she and that's why she's so freaked out when they find the picture in the attic because she said this shouldn't exist because burned everything burned out in the house fire, the house
1: ah. fire. Mm-hmm. and then the second one follows her sister whose name is Christy Christy okay. and that's
2: like. I think that's the weakest one in these first three because so each one has like a camera gimmick, right? The first one is it's just a tripod in their bedroom. The second one is you're watching a baby monitor and then I feel like we're watching a pool, a pool cleaner a lot. There's a lot of camera on the pool in mm, the yeah, second yeah, one. Right, yeah. And that's not just just not interesting. Yeah. And then the third one, it's the oscillating camera, which we'll, we'll get into. But.
1: Yeah, because I remember thinking that, uh, I mean, I, my honest opinion on the first movie, I, I went to see it because there was this whole hubbub about it. I'm like, this is the most boring fucking movie I've ever seen in my life because it just seemed like I could see through what was happening. They always hit the subwoofer button whenever, mm-hmm. you know, there was something going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just watching nothing that builds suspense. And then boom, we hit you. The second one. Seemed like that was Hollywood had had gone like, OK, we can actually make one of these movies. And the by,
2: haunting is more intense. It's in that more one. intense. Yeah.
1: The, the, the yeah. doors
2: are flying open. Pots and pans are dropping around and shit. And yeah. The, the pool of cleaners it and falling the
1: over. Execution of it is like, OK, this is actually somebody who knows right. what they're doing. Who right. directed the second one?
2: Henry Joost and uh, Ariel Shulman, who directed this one as well. They and- They took over the franchise after the first one.
1: How many of them did they do? The first four, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, the the, the catfish people, yeah. the catfish okay, documentary right. people, and Nerve, as we talked about last yeah. week, Nerve. Yeah.
1: So that was also a thing because catfish became like a, I don't know if we're gonna spoil catfish. Obviously, there's a TV show.
2: <laughs> oh, the TV show's also... still going. Yeah. Okay. So if you haven't, if you don't know what catfish is by now, you're living under a fucking rock because it's been like seven seasons of a TV show right.
0: and and it's yeah.
1: the term is now I yeah. think,
0: more. Well known than it was, but everybody they
1: know that the the first movie was actually like faked, right? It wasn't actually like a real thing. Yeah, it was faked
2: which Based that devastated it. me when i found that out too yeah.
1: right so i was like okay so blumhouse went to those guys and said like okay you obviously know how to do this this is what we're trying to <laughs> right, do right, with the horror right. thing and then right. they took over the franchise right. so but the second one i do remember like the end of it seemed to me to borrow from the spanish movie wreck yeah the, the climactic moments are all in that green night vision thing i'm like yep. wreck yeah, i think it ends basically the same way that yeah. wreck did. It was like. Wreck Huh, somebody saw a wreck because <laughs> I don't think that had been like really given a release. I think here.
2: quarantine was coming out
1: right I, yeah, around and the that's same why time, they which has Jennifer Carpenter yeah. who, I, who I love. So
2: I, I, I'm more partial to quarantine just cause I like Jennifer Carpenter,
1: but right. Yeah. it. Yeah, well, they both, they both function basically as the same uh, mm-hmm. movie. Um, So now we get to paranormal activity. Three, So I guess to set up Paranormal Activity 3 for Sean, who didn't see the second one, but
2: that's why I picked this one, because I feel like you don't like I feel like this one stands alone the most out of those three because it is the prequel. Right. So like there's a little bit in the beginning of like Katie and Christy as adults, which I think these clips are happening right before the events of one and two since one and two happened concurrently.
1: We were talking off mic prior to this mm-hmm. but there is a version that you can find out there somewhere on streaming services. I know it's available cuz I saw it at one point but it is and every time there's a movie release they add to it. It is this a uh, uh, con- a
2: chronological cut. Yeah,
1: it's a chronological cut of all of them put gotcha. together. And I know they did at least the first three. I can't remember if they added. Four, no, five they should just stop at three.
2: That just just, <laughs> just stop because at one point doesn't it be like the neighbors next door, like living next to Christy and they're having hauntings or something, right?
1: Across the street, or okay, something, that's, right? Like Isn't that's that such a reach. Four?
2: Like this is like to me, oh, this is no. the end of the story. Is three here? Yeah. Right? Like this four is where the it extension. Th- it's right. like yeah. once
1: it's ended, how do we get it into the kid across the street? Or yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah. Um. Oh. So. But that's also the thing that they did with three. Three tries to give you what you expect from Paranormal Activity, and like also it's it's the mythology movie.
2: It's 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 why is this happening? Right, which like. That's a real gamble, because sometimes with horror movies, you don't want to know why. Sometimes the why takes the scary out of it, you know? Right. Uh, I don't know if that necessarily applies here. I think that depends on viewership and your opinion of this franchise in general. But like, that's a risk to take as a movie maker, to be like, let's pull back the curtain and see why Mm. this is happening. It's like... Well, sometimes it's scary if you don't know why.
1: Yeah, because the first one really doesn't. If I remember correctly, it's uh, they come to the conclusion that some guy is not just a ghost; some kind of demonic.
2: It's not the house; it's me, is yeah. what Katie says at one point. Remember, because they try, they're like, "Well, let's just leave," and she's like, "No, it doesn't matter. It's me. It's not. It you know, it's an entity yeah. that's
1: focused on her and mm-hmm. wants something from her, but we're not right. entirely clear what that is. And by the end of it, it seems like it gets her. And then in the second one I think like because as you were saying it takes It's going place.
2: for Hunter, the the son.
1: Yeah. Which doesn't it like but we see a little bit like before the events of the first one, then during yes. the events of the first one, then Katie shows yep. up possessed going after mm-hmm. the kid.
2: Yeah. Right. They're parallel movies. Right. So like that's why like okay, normally i uh. normally I am all for naming movies one, two, and three. Because, like, that just keeps it simpler versus, like, the marked ones and ghosts. And just just number it. That's usually my my approach. But when you have movies happening concurrently or before the other one, but you're calling it three and you're calling it two, it makes it very confusing.
0: Mm. And so, Sean, I understand right. This why, is three, but it's actually one yeah. and then two... Is two, but one is two. It,
2: it's Star Wars. <laughs> two, is three. It's Star Wars <laughs> math. Yeah. yeah, and like so, Sean, I understand why when I, when I was like, I'm bringing Paramount two, three. You're like, oh shit, like, what I homework am, do I have I am, to do? You know?
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm floating through this. Universe. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> well, I am in the ghost dimension. Movie. Okay, so as a
1: first-time viewer of it, what questions do you have? Just getting into like uh, uh, the movie.
0: I don't know if I'm the guy who's going to give you Sean's, Sean's like, what questions to come out of this. Um, the uh, shh. Man, I feel like I gotta watch two other movies again to even oh, try do. And jump into this thing. Okay. Even yeah. though
2: this even though this is like them as kids in the eighties. Like so, well, this is the start yeah, of it. Let's, all. Right,
0: let's, let's this is your unquote, episode 80s. one. Let's do no, that right now. This is Put your episode
2: one of Star Wars, my, right? My
0: my concern is less of the uh I'm gonna say less of the story of the movie and more on the way the movie is constructed and the actors in it. This this is where my interest is, or my complaints. I'm going to say complaints because that's where I'm going to be headed with this movie. Okay. All right,
2: you see? have a real problem with found footage, don't oh, you?
0: No, uh, I love Blair Witch. It's great.
2: You you took last exorcism to task. Let,
0: let me put it this way. Uh, this movie's got everything working against it for me.
2: Is there a found footage movie other than Blair, which you like? Because, like, that's like that's like the Citizen Kane of, of found footage. So, like, yeah. obviously everybody likes that And
1: one. then the big one is, like, Cloverfield, right? Where yeah. like, we're also- going to spend a kajillion dollars yeah. on it and <laughs> make it look like it was made for five bucks. right? And those are the, probably the only
0: two that I'm going to be <laughs> like, I'll go to bat for. Other than that, it doesn't. Ah, it doesn't work for me especially in this okay first of all ghosts like i am all for it if ghost stuff I mean, if any of this actually happened to me i'd be scared shitless that, i'll give them but that.
2: that's the mindset you need to be get in watching that the mindset
0: because i can't relate to ghostly happenings because a they haven't happened to me uh i'm starting to lose faith in ghostly stuff because it hasn't happened and i haven't seen it <laughs> and unless something like that happens to me i can't i can't get into their mindset i can't relate to it and so maybe that's why I look at their actions as like this this doesn't seem realistic at all. I think it's What a do lot you do with in the this actors? Situation? What would I do in this? Yeah, bro,
2: I'd be like how, gone? But <laughs> I so but, gone, Sean. It's not the house; it's you. That's the thing. Like, it's it, but is you. it you? Uh,
0: if it's me, yeah. Then, like that's
2: that's the that's the thesis statement okay, of these movies. It's that, the house, it is it not the house? It's
0: them? That's fine. If it's me, I'm not doing this. Let's put it that way. Maybe I can't come up with what I would do. I can tell you what I'm not going to do is document
2: it. Doc- all? That seems no, like the best way not to approach to it. This
0: extent, because first of all, the Who's ever got to set up the reason for the cameras and who whatever oh. character is stuck uh, having to keep recording? That's a merciless um, job in these movies, as far as I'm concerned, and that's why because works- I, autom-
1: I hate them. In Blair Witch, it works, I guess, because they are documentary filmmakers. Yes. They would have cameras running all the time. There's in the first purpose. one, it kind of works. And I guess that's what they're playing on here is that. Uh, well actually is it because there's paranormal activity? That's In the first one, activity? it's because it's... things
2: have been going on, okay. so they're trying to document
1: Already it. Already yeah. right out of yeah. the band. Right. And, then the and in the one... second
2: one, it's secure it's it's the the baby cam and, right. and like the security cameras around the house. So no one is actually filming. It's just the security setup in the right. house. Which honestly, if you're gonna do a paranormal activity seven, I feel like that makes a ton of sense now in twenty twenty one ring and cameras and everything. Like I think this franchise ages better as time goes on. Mm. I feel like it more, makes more sense that yeah. everyone's recording everything as time as, goes on. Uh, you
1: know, the cameras yeah. it will be showing dash stuff cams and, yeah, and stuff, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. um, But I guess that's the thing that you always have to go into these found footage movies with is trying to, uh, you know. In order to have a movie, there has to be a camera running, and you have yes. to justify why that camera's right. running. Yes. And they each come up with a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the one in between Blair Witch and we talked about it last week was My Little Eye in two thousand and one, mm-hmm. which was the uh, which that one was adapted like Halloween Resurrection did. Like the we're going to get into found footage. Yeah, we're putting you cameras that. around. The, <laughs> I did, and then we all it. <laughs> um. So in this one, there's a guy who's Dennis. Dennis who is just married Julie. They're not married dating julie yeah they've been together julie. a few months first complaint this relationship <laughs> but okay but dennis
2: i think is like the most likable character
0: in this whole. i movie. hate dennis what? why he is so <laughs> unlikable i would slap what? i'm on his side i'd slap the shit out of him if he was still recording in this stuff why does he record himself for hours i know he's supposed to be in like the he's... mania of looking for shit
2: okay did you not no, have a dad like in the dennis. 80s that got a camcorder and recorded everything you fucking did as a kid
0: <sighs> no that was i'm past that I'm
2: I'm saying, um, but did you experience that as a you'd never had a dad in the 80s that got like a camcorder and like recorded everything you did as a kid? Nope. I remember, well, that was that, well, you that missed, it. You, missed it. you missed a big part of Americana. I had an uncle so. who did it, and yeah. he always had his camera. Out. Yeah, so you know yeah. someone who did it. Like, I mean, I remember my dad was my dad's an electrical engineer. We had a Betamax. We had yeah. my dad. My dad but was Dennis. That's like,
1: the, the thing. I you know, that watching this movie, I was like, Jesus Christ, how much is he putting into these cameras? Because those fucking things weren't cheap. This is set in, but it's his job. He's a
2: wedding videographer and photographer. It's right, his job. I think so, like, at least about, that makes more sense of it.
1: He has about three cameras by the time this is going. Yeah, so you. You know, obviously, realism—we're throwing out the window. We're saying, for dramatic purposes, yep. it's in high definition. It doesn't look. Oh like, yeah, then, it doesn't look like it's
0: from nineteen. No, why? Right, why didn't nobody you just else like give, 19, that, uh, let give that? I no, no. <laughs> can't give it up. No, that's a no. Can't give it up. These are the things I hold on I to. I think just if, like... they, if
1: you would shoot a movie on actual VHS or beta tape and then show it in a theater Be horrible. in 2000, yeah. Be horrible. Yeah, it's like people. Sean, have, would you, have you tried. It. I get that. Sean, though. have
2: you tried playing like an N64 game on like a modern TV?
0: I
1: mean, probably. Yeah.
2: It, I, it, I, it blows your eyes out. It fucking is impossible to look at. Like, yeah. I, I went to a bar once that was like a barcade and they were like, come play, you know, Mario Kart N64 on the big TV. And it was like a projector on the wall. Could not see. A fucking thing because those pixels were being stretched to fucking hell. Like yeah. right. I can't I realized, imagine doing that. Yeah, in I realize I can't do
0: that obviously, and I would never expect him to be like, "All right, that's right." It may look like shit, but that's the right way to do it. No, I get that they have to do an HD and everything, but it just—I don't know—it doesn't look like the '80s to me as hey, well because it's
1: a '90s house. All the—you yeah. know—we were talking about that during the movie. It's like all the styling fixtures or the hanging lamps and the fireplace I, in the walls. I would like, say that's it's just not a
2: working-class '80s family because, like, I have an aunt and uncle that, like, he's an architect architect and they built a very modern house in the eighties that looked a lot like that with the loft and everything. Mm. I think it's an upper
0: class house is what it is. The same uncle who had the camera had this house. Yeah. Like he is he was the rich construction worker uncle. Exactly. And he had this house, that camera, whereas like
2: whereas like we grew up with like plaid couches and like wood paneling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But like and like like Roseanne's house, right? (laughs) Like that's the eighties we know. But this (laughs) is everywhere. But clearly like as we've established there's money involved in this family. Like And I was thinking about, because I'm like, where the fuck did she get this house from? Because we don't have any context for her, what her work situation is. But they, like, her mom said something about, like, oh, the kids missed their dad. And I'm wondering yeah. if there was a divorce and maybe she had a house in the divorce. And that,
1: like, never came back. Yeah. I mean, obviously you don't, it's Does not that, really not necessary. Important. I remember Does that come up in the like, one of, my, of those movies? No, one of my complaints of the first movie, I remember while watching it, and obviously I get that it was some guy, you know, just making a movie in his house. But yeah. when I was watching it, I was like, these characters don't, like, live and breathe and have, like, a history together, or the, the first one, yeah, or yeah. A, a history outside of what is happening. Well, and they yeah, seem they like don't they don't friends, even they like don't each don't other. Family,
0: yeah, yeah, that was the other
1: thing. But they the first fixed one, that. Yes. I think in the second one, I did get a feeling where, like, okay, we got actual writers writing right. this one. It wasn't just people making shit up, you know, yeah. on the day. Right. And so, obviously, this one's kind of carrying through it. There's little h- hints and pieces here and there. She is seen in bed at one point, like, writing something down after he's gone to sleep it's like okay so she works and does something right Uh, her mom says you know that he's using your credit cards to buy all these cameras so it kind of sets up a dynamic between you know like what the arrangement is between them um, which
2: I which like I kind of get the sense That like the mom thinks If you're not in an office From like 8 to 5 Monday through Friday You don't have a real job Is kind of right, like yeah. the vibe I get You know Because right. like, like My brother's got
1: a, Like a gig economy kind Yeah, of thing my, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Especially my, in the 80s When right, I don't think that
0: The was
2: internet a, wasn't around And right, shit, And that yeah. wasn't
0: uh, totally reliable That's like selling uh, A vacuum cleaners Door to door right. Basically
2: Well my brother's A wedding photographer He only works Saturdays and Sundays He doesn't work during the week Because weddings don't happen During the week That's just right. how it is Like they have a very weird irregular schedule they might only work 12 hours a week but that's because that's only when weddings are happening you know yeah. so like I kind of was like okay she just doesn't understand what he does as a job
1: yeah the grandma yeah, you're yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm, I knew it mm-hmm. like you're dressing her like that on purpose <laughs> I can see what you're doing
1: mm-hmm. Um. okay so the two girls uh, now we've gone back in time and this is 1988 so we're seeing the origin story of how Katie and Christy mm-hmm became involved with the supernatural thing that leads to their deaths right in the the, the previous two movies so um i guess i don't know if we w- just want to spell it out or, or work yeah. our way up to it um
2: well should we talk about like the the major like gimmicks of this movie i want to say I like that's probably like the oscillating camera is like okay. the thing from this movie right because yeah. he talks about how like there's not a wide enough angle for him to shoot like the whole downstairs. So then he takes like an oscillating fan and kind of rigs the camera to it, which like to me that felt like I could see my dad doing something like that. You know, like the ingenuity that, that the of the most
0: 80s. 80s thing. Yeah, what we well, I felt in this movie <laughs> him you know jiming that together and putting a camera. I'm like, all right,
1: that's
2: the the like I'll find a solution on my own kind right. of attitude. Yeah, so exactly. I'll figure it out.
0: They haven't well, invented it yet. And so it, make yeah, it.
1: because it was interesting. It's like uh, they want to have this like oscillating camera, which obviously you can get now, like with no problem. But mm-hmm. they were like, "How do we solve this problem? I got this cool idea, but we can't do it because it's the '80s. Well, we'll just do a fan." So it's like the filmmakers figured that out, yeah. right? How to do it with like, which I old think like technology.
2: sets up some great suspense. I think right oh, because yeah, it is. because you can only move as fast. Your eyes can only move as fast as the camera's going to move. And you know something's going to be on the other side of the right. room. Right,
0: and it presents that opportunity for mm-hmm. Because if you know, I mean, you kind of pick up on the language of these things, or the language of horror movies when it comes to, like, camera work and what they're going to do to try and Scare you, try and build tension and everything. The back and forth obviously lends itself to like, oh, they'll go one way. It won't be there. They'll come back. It's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
1: and it's like, what kind of trickery are they going to pull? Because right. I'm always like, OK, they're there. Did they run behind the camera real quick? There was this scene in the oscillating camera thing where she left uh, the kitchen and then we follow her over to the door, you know, then it, it comes back and the, all the uh, furniture's gone.
2: But it does the insidious thing where you, see, where, well, I guess it's not the insidious thing, but like you see her reaction first. You see her shock on her face and then you see that all the furniture in the kitchen is gone right yeah so like because the, we're following her. yeah, the, yeah. The, the the seeing her reaction before you know what she's reacting to mm-hmm, I think is mm-hmm. great
1: but then all the stuff drops from the and I'm like okay how did they get and you're like because we're in the digital age obviously it's two shots well yeah and that you can see it too together. I'm not you can't <laughs> see it but I can see it
0: I can see in the frame like I see the line where the cut's gonna be like I mm-hmm. because she never crosses it there's one line where it goes over the room. I'm like, well, there's your split, and they just did everything mm. digitally in that part. That's why I'm bad at
1: these movies, because that's all I can see. <laughs> You're seeing it I'm from try- the I'm visual just, effects. Yes, uh, I'm just trying to figure okay, it this out. This is the thing like, that maybe I that, that... I mean, I get it, because that's kind of the way that I watch them, too, but like... A listener, you know you're you're listening to people who deal with like video stuff. Yeah, we like yeah. all the time. Like, I'm not I'm not know, trying to say like I'm better than like, this <laughs> or smarter than this. I'm
0: just saying like I'm used to this is what I'm trying to
1: say. Yeah, it's video geeks like saying like how would I do that? You know, uh, yeah. did you ever see was it the first VHS? There was a at the end of that there was a segment by a group called Radio Silence and it was like a haunted house kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I was still watching that, going like I don't know how the hell they did that. <laughs> there was like shit happening, like and I'm like. Uh, where's the I don't yeah that was like that one got me but this one and I guess a lot of these you can kind of go like okay this is how I would do that you yeah. know that shot and so it's like it's not breaking your brain you know yeah yeah but most people don't watch them I know these movies
2: is... are an exercise in suspense
1: yeah so but the suspense comes I mean I guess that's that that is what they're doing they're going like you have foreknowledge that well, it's called paranormal activity You know that there's going to be ghosts. They set up a shot and they say like night one. You know, mm-hmm. and so the
2: dates uh, almost exactly line up with when we're recording, by the way, I did not plan that. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh, I'm a little afraid to go home tonight. Like, ugh. I'm going to go home at like after midnight and be like, oh, I got to go right to bed. There's
1: ghosts in my house. You got to set up the camera. Can
2: I go to bed? Because bed isn't safe. I these, know. nowhere's safe in these, safe
1: movies, in these yeah. movies. But I guess you're just going to it's like it gets a lot of play out of just static images. And I'm not saying static on the. I'm saying it's a frozen frame. I you know, it's one camera locked right. off camera angle, and so especially at this point, be it being part three, they know you're looking for it. So yeah. like you said,
0: they can't get a end lot of up mileage sitting out of
1: that. there. Like and nothing's happening, you're watching people sleep, and your eyes are scanning You're scanning the whole the frame, frame, looking
2: everything. for something I, I loved that they had the camera set up in the bedroom so that you could see into the hallway, but also see the camera's reflection in the mirror, so you're looking at that mirror being like, they're definitely going to do something with the mirror and then they never do. Mm-hmm. I like that they kind of bypass the obvious stuff like that mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you have to by the time you're at the third movie. Well, but- I'm
1: also kind of like they never seem to go as far far as i expect that they're going to knowing that like i'm sitting there scanning everything that there wasn't something in the corner that you know i mean the, yeah the, that was i guess what i liked about something like and this is very different but the the haunting of hill house where uh mike flanagan the director there like put ghosts uh, ghosts in like all you know that you would pick up in different corners of because right. it's like it's almost like he was thinking though you know you're 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 going to be right. watching this scan and every every second of the or millimeter of the frame uh these guys really don't they're just like okay we're going to set this here and then eventually something's going to happen and they usually always in them and the first one i really remember being like oh the the subwoofers rumbling this is this, that means the ghost is here something's going to happen that,
2: that first one i think that i think the first one has the best escalation of of Hauntings, if that makes sense, because I remember the first time I saw that one, my stomach just dropping into my butt when they put the flower on the floor and you see the footprints, but they're like hoof shaped. Mm-hmm. I remember that just being like, oh, like <laughs> I like if this were me, I would die right now. Like, cause how do you explain that? You know, like there's there's hoof shaped,
1: right?
0: Footprints,
2: hoofprints. maybe yeah. hoof shaped. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It
1: it's time to go. Basically, yeah. for yeah. most uh, but normal it's not people, the house. But... It's her, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Daniel doesn't board know this. catching
2: on fire in that movie too, as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, but from Daniel's perspective and I guess, Julie's perspective, Dennis. Dennis. Uh, d- Dennis. Oh, damn it. uh, Dennis and Julie, they, from their perspective, they don't understand, they don't know this. So this is, um, for reasons which we are going to get into as we get toward the climax of this movie, paranormal activity begins to happen around these two little girls. um, it begins at like a birthday party. One little girl starts talking to Toby. Toby mm-hmm. is, I think, a name that's mentioned in the other two movies. Yep. Uh, we also know from the other two movies that there's a cloven hoof involved here. So, it's mm-hmm. you know, you envision it as like it's some kind of goat man thing, a devil. Yeah. Right.
2: Something demonic, yeah.
1: Very yeah. demonic. Uh, the numbering of the night sequence kind of reminds you of, like the 28 days that the Lutz's had in the Amityville Horror mm-hmm. or whatever, like night You know, one, so they skipped over
2: 9
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah. I wish well, they would have had the balls move. to do it. Just do it. No, just do it. <laughs> Every, no, they're just like, we're just
1: not going <laughs> <Yeah>, to. <just, laughs> America suffered up. enough I on know. that day. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the, the hauntings begin to escalate. Um, any of those, like, I mean... The movie employs, I think, more jump scares than the first one did. Am I wrong? Um, Like, innocuous stuff. Like, uh, what's her name? At one point, Julie scares Dennis by jumping out of a closet. Oh, my God. When I saw this
2: in the theater, oh, God, I about shit my pants. Because, like, Mm -hmm. the the mask that she's wearing is the same color as her hair. And, like, the skin color is, like, the same color as her skin. So it, it fits very well on her. And that's what makes it so... Terrifying, but then it's one of those scares you feel stupid for jumping at. You know, you're just like, God damn it, they got me, and I hate that they got but that's me. That's why you know? they
1: work. I mean, yeah, that, right. that's part of the fun of going to mm-hmm. horror movies when right. they can get you. Maybe that is the best scare in this movie. I don't know. No, I'm just your saying mileage if may vary. I'm on... just saying
2: if it's a jump scare, I want it to be something actually scary in the movie and not a fake out. Is oh, what I'm okay. saying. That's yeah, what yeah. annoys me is when it's the fake out like, oh, it's just your friend. Like I ha- <laughs> that, I hate. That's why I'm like, oh, I hate that I fell for that. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get that.
2: If it's if it's an actual like demon or villain in the movie then I'm like, okay, well, I'm justified, you know.
1: <laughs> but then it's like, I mean, but you always know that these I peed my pants for a reason. They're not going to exactly. reveal the actual demon in demon form until like the end of the movie and this one, believe it or not, uh, doesn't at all. It never None of them leaves do. it as a as a, you know, figment of your imagination. Mm. Um the um the scene that I always remembered, like I hadn't seen this since the theater, but the one th- thing that I remembered was the oscillating fan mm-hmm. shot with the ghost, uh, the, sheet? the sheet ghost, mm-hmm. mm. and um, the babysitter. Yeah, which is
2: like this is definitely a callback to Halloween, right? I mean, because it's Michael Myers and the ghost sheet, and there's a the babysitter. Like it's, I eh, feel like it's got to be that a feels Halloween. generic
0: enough where you could apply it to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like what? I mean it's just, just being a ghost movie like The, 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 well, yeah, the ghost but being like, under a sheet Is like
2: Right but like It's a babysitter and Halloween yeah. Was originally going to be the babysitter murders You know like And
0: I don't think it's directly related That's just me
1: but they have this because, uh, you know, you, you always kind of pay attention or I do to like how they set this up. You get the innocuous scene where somebody, uh, you know, I think the girls ask the babysitter to tell them a ghost story. And so she puts the sheet on. Mm-hmm. So you're like, OK, I, you know, I have the visual mm-hmm. reference. And then later when the babysitter's alone, we see the sheet in the back of a frame. And then the camera moves, comes back. It's not there. Then it comes, moves over to where the babysitter is. And there's a sheet there. In, you know, uh, well, I mean, the sheet, there's a little person There's a
2: figure under the sheet. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. then the sheet drops away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the camera moves away. Um, So, I mean, that's like effective stuff because you're like, well, how'd they do it? There's something under the floor or, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of, you're just kind of like, you know, what's the well, effect and there?
2: I don't know if you guys ever babysat. It's kind of terrifying, especially after the kids go to bed and you're just like awake and you're just killing time until the parents get home. Babysitting kind of sucks, and like it's you're, like, I'm in the you're always house. Yes, right? it's always I don't uneasy know the sounds of the
0: house. Yeah, so everything's weird,
2: and like oh god, I baby I. Back when I was a teenager and I babysat, like I used to babysit for people that would go like bar hopping, so they wouldn't come home to like two a.m. and I'm like fourteen years old babysitting a three year old until two a.m., which is like unacceptable oh, yeah. unacceptable oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and uh like so like the three-year-old would go to bed at like eight or nine o'clock so then i'm like got like five hours you to myself yeah they didn't have cable so oh. there was nothing to <laughs> fucking watch but like no. like that was the worst so like i, I eat all their food ugh, God, it was awful. I don't have cable. You eat all. Well, there was a time that their that their next door neighbor came and knocked on the door while I was babysitting. I was like, Oh fuck no, I am not answering the door. I don't know you. I don't care if you know the people who live here. I
1: think that's the rule. You babysit. Yeah, I'm not answering the the fucking door. Yeah. So do they give you pizza money?
2: I mean, is that like part of the deal? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. but like, but like they pay you like three dollars an hour or some shit. They don't pay well. You know, (laughs) babysitting is a lot of work. You're responsible for a (laughs) child's. You're responsible for a child's life, and they pay you way below minimum wage. You know? Like yeah, Baby
0: sucks. So so you are underage labor, so yeah. they're yeah. just you like, have no
1: other means really of uh, making money. So you, I think it's up to you to be like you All right, YouTube. Now, uh, now you just left channel. a 14
0: year old here. I can talk to child labor real quick. Oh, I just stopped doing it. it. I was just like <laughs> <with the money. laughs> this is not
2: for me. I don't like kids. The money's not worth it. And like I'm sorry, when you have a child, you kind of give up your ability to go bar hopping till two AM. That's just like that's just life, you know? Like like the solution is not someone like me taking over your responsibility responsibilities you know like like i was at staying up till 2 a.m on my own at 14 (laughs) years old but now i gotta do it for a fucking job 16 you gotta be at least 16 yeah
1: how do you get home i suppose you're yeah yeah, (laughs) they
2: live the next street over so i just walked so i walked home at 2 2 a.m yeah
1: exactly 14 years old that's breaking over yeah jeez. yeah I know. All right. It's right. like right, pizza yeah. money There's and ride. Let's yeah. Just, yeah.
0: Take all this and just boil it down yeah. to and these people shouldn't have had kids. Let's just say that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Daniel, as an avid uh, cinematographer, has uh, a studio in his garage. A yeah. studio.
0: I guess. This He's
2: garage like, looks cozy as hell. I want to hang out in this garage. I got
0: everything look kind of weird. We're lamenting on the coziness of the couches and, and the, the almond
2: fridge, movie. the like almond colored fridge in the garage, and then the plaid couch, and then that nice hatchback. Behind him. I, yeah, like, I can hang
0: way out more in this. Comfortable
1: garage. back then, I think they're just like just
0: overstuff it, fucking it. Yeah. <laughs> put yeah. some shag carpeting
1: on it. I um, know now we're going for minimalism, but back then it was like, uh, yeah, you just had a bunch of shit. Yeah, we make this to, couch as to... plushy as possible. <laughs> well, yeah. as they were
0: making them uh, uh, furniture so you could sleep off coke benders. Like I think that's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Comfortable. you
2: gonna be able to pass out and right, your back yeah, would be okay so, like, the, you're the next day. To
0: spend two days on this thing. I recommend this couch right here.
1: Well, he's his business is big enough that he employs. Another guy his name I can't remember. Randy.
2: Randy. Randy. Well that's much. his like second shooter for weddings. Right. The, uh, every photographer has one.
1: Yes. Yeah. So there. are uh so Daniel has you know got this new equipment, so he's like uh I can't remember what was it what actually triggered him off and I'm like I'm gonna put up cameras in every oh because they're doing a sex tape. That was uh, uh he's right. gonna shoot a sex tape. Which is tape. a
2: callback to the first one, because in the first one, like Mika says something to Katie, like, Oh, you want to shoot a sex tape? And she's like, No. And then this one, she's like, sure, why not? Because they're high. Yeah. Because they smoke right. weed. And that was yeah. how
1: we get into Okay, so there you go. That's how the filmmakers solve the problem of, like, how do we get, the you know, like, why would they record right. stuff? Why is mm-hmm. the camera
0: on the first time?
1: Yeah, because there's, like, an earthquake, which we're never told if that's a supernatural earthquake or a real earthquake. Right. They live mm-hmm. in Carlsbad, California, mm-hmm. or something to that effect. And um, this is uh, the coitus interruptus by Earthquake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we see some dust fall onto a shape that's mm-hmm. not there. Mm-hmm. It's invisible. And then the, he sees that when he plays the recording back and says, okay, there's something going on in my house. I got to put cameras up all over the place. Yep. So he and, puts
2: a camera in the girl's room. Girl's loft, actually. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is an open yeah. floor plan house. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Big ass house, no nope. walls. We were, yeah, we were wondering about everybody's jobs in this movie. like, what do they do? How do you afford this I'm out?
2: going with divorce settlement. This is what she I got in the did divorce. I he divorced
0: or did he die?
2: Well, no, because uh, she I said the felt,
0: girls
1: miss their dad. Yeah, and I always felt like he died.
0: No. Personally, we I could ne- be, we could never be get the way. answer. We never so. get the answer. It could yeah. go either way. I always yeah. felt like they missed their father. I'm like, well,
1: actually, that's another thing that these movies always do. Found footage movies. And once you become sophisticated to their rhythms, you kind of start to mm-hmm. suss that stuff out. But they're always like building, they're layering in where they're going at the end of the movie. Like early on, with uh, it seems like extraneous dialogue, but it actually turns out to be like very important. A box of VHS tapes from grandma's. Yeah. So Grandma comes over, and Grandma has a conversation with uh, Julie about, Mm -hmm. like, you know... uh, It seems like the conversation is about what Daniel does for a living. Yep. uh, But it's actually... She said she's a, trying to encourage Julie to have another kid because she always said that she wanted a son. You've got two girls, Is like, this hereditary,
2: yeah. <laughs> which, the, like, which yeah. the second well, hereditary is this, Sean. Well, uh, yes, hereditary, <laughs> is this. hereditary is this. Ari Which is the biggest As credit of, I will like, give yeah. to yeah. yeah. like, like, I could do um, like the
1: art house version of this. I
2: mean, maybe we have no idea what happened <laughs> to probably. Minds. Um, yeah, maybe you know how like. When musicians, like, sample a song, they have to, like, give songwriting credit. Maybe
1: he should give, like, story <laughs> right, credit yeah, to Paranormal Activity. Back and re-edit yeah, the things, like, yeah. written
0: by and also. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: sometimes that's how it happens, right? You watch yeah. something and you go, like... I could expand on that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I've, I've done it with the... At work with people's promos. I'm like, I've seen what people have made. I'm like, I can make that better. And I've done it.
2: Well, and the second movie, like, a lot of the haunting is happening around their son. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, and then yeah. the fourth one they're trying to go after mm-hmm. the the male firstborn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Always all, how it goes because uh, these are old and okay. We're we're getting there. <laughs> we're ramping you up. Uh, so um, the dynamic basically settles in that uh, uh, Dennis is recording and witnessing uh, paranormal activity. Uh,
2: Specifically around Christy. Christy seems to be like communicating directly with Toby.
1: Yes. And he starts researching it. Him and Randy are in on the idea that we're recording ghostly phenomena, but we're not going to tell Julie about it because it'll freak her out. So they're sitting there getting all the witchcraft handbooks and all that stuff to try and understand this. Stealing them from the library. Well, what oh, you, what you do? Is, damn it, you're desperate.
2: Well, you don't uh, want a paper trail that, like, I checked this out. So. Very true. This yeah. is what
1: we've learned from the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. We watched steal the, the, books. Mm-hmm. the theatrical version of this, by the way, there is an extended version uh, available. Yes. So we may have missed some connections because at some point, Dennis has a photograph of witches and they have a symbol as part of their coven. And we later see that symbol drawn on the walls of in the
2: crawl space. So there's like this creepy crawl space closet in the girl's loft that has like a tiny short, like three foot door. It opens up to like a little narrow thing. It's something kids would think is awesome, but adults would be freaked
1: out by. It Definitely
0: looks like a place where Toby's would live. Yeah, he tells <laughs> Toby that I said This is
1: Toby's room, <laughs> right? Yeah. for all yeah. and purposes. He lives there. And he talks to he talks to uh Christy mm-hmm. and uh eventually makes his presence more and more known throughout the house. Like, I mean, it starts with, you know, the innocuous stuff as it always does and it ends up with, you know, uh shit being thrown around. There's a sequence. Oh, this movie works in the Bloody Mary thing of saying Bloody Mary in a yeah. mirror. That was part of the trailer, yep. if I remember, for this one. Actually,
2: most of the trailer is not in this movie. There's like 50% more footage that was not even
1: used in this Isn't movie. Isn't it both girls saying Bloody Mary yep, in a mirror? Yep, it's Mary. both girls.
2: Oh. There's a scene where like Julie, the mom, gets like yanked up into the sky, basically. there's a, If you watch the trailer... Like, there are straight up characters in the trailer that are not even in this movie. There's like, they consult like a demonologist who comes and tries to do like a thing in their house. And, but that's in the first, that's kind of in the first yeah, one. So, yeah. so we don't, don't need do to know. retread that. Yeah. But it's
1: interesting to me, just, you know, when you're doing these uh, as a, from the director's standpoint or filmmaker's standpoint as you're trying to make these, because part of the goal is to make it seem realistic and therefore relatable. Obviously, mm-hmm. this didn't work on Sean. But the idea that I think like most of the audience bought into. That this is real, the way that the illusion is created is that it almost seems like there aren't like written lines in a script. Somebody will have to correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, obviously there are mm-hmm. writers credited on this. One of them being
2: Christopher Landon,
1: yeah, yeah. who is the guy who gave us Happy uh,
2: Death Day and Freaky. Yeah. yeah, he's a Blumhouse regular. Stayed yeah.
1: within the right. Blumhouse. Uh, <laughs> this is nice, launching cush- pad nice cushy for, job, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: when you're the son of Michael Landon, it's easy to just get That's handed sure. jobs in Hollywood. You know.
1: But now he's like on the on the fast track because I'm sure he's got something else uh, coming out. Do
2: something better than Happy Death Day to you. Yeah. Do better than that, yeah, sir.
1: That was disappointing. That um, was very disappointing. <laughs> Happy Death Day, though. If you haven't seen it. Oh, it's, it's a good one. one yeah. yeah. That one. But that um, second
2: one, not a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Not a horror movie, guys.
1: And un Not a good movie. Yeah. Um, where were we going with this? Um, uh, no, oh, yeah. In order to convey the illusion, it seems like they give you know, actors here's the information that we're trying to convey in this scene. This is These are the important plot points. Right. Hit these. But basically just improvise this, you know. Right. Um, Which so- I
2: thought that Dennis, like for someone who doesn't have kids and kind of just started dating someone who has kids did a pretty good job of like talking to kids and like Uh getting on their level. I imagine
1: that like more so than the filming of these movies, it seems like uh, the preparation of, you know, selecting the right child actors, uh, getting all the actors together Mm -hmm. and getting them comfortable with each other probably takes more time. Then the actual shooting of the movie, right. like, mm. you know, it feels like a normal movie is like you do rehearsals, but I mean, like pages are written overnight and it's like, you're an actor, just go and deliver it. Here's your mark. These are like, we're going to spend a lot of time in the, on the front end, short time on the actual filming end and they just film everything. Right. And then later in an editing room, they have to determine what the movie is.
2: Yeah basically like and i i do think the kid actors in this movie are pretty good usually kid actors get on my nerves i feel like the two in this movie are pretty believable and pretty
1: good yes i mean yeah i mean for Mm. you know when they say action that's your mom you know i have uh,
0: i have two nieces about this age so this movie's not going to help me look at them any like (laughs) you know i already eyeball them because they're they're kids and they're weird anyway do they have no. a
2: weird crawl space closet showing I in mean, their room should you open the door and look make sure there's not symbols drawn on the wall in there
0: with one of them that <laughs> little one is yeah she's a wild child so maybe her
2: i i did you guys find it weird colin i guess is more for you that like this movie was so focused on christy and toby considering like it seems like katie is the more like right. affected one later on yeah, yeah because yeah. she
1: becomes
0: the centerpiece of yeah. the trilogy what happens to christy because I don't I
1: have not seen the second one. Well, in the end of the first one, it's Christy more about becomes her son. Christy becomes or sorry, yeah, oh that's right. Mm-hmm. It, Christy is like uh it like a wreck pulled into the darkness yeah. at the end of the movie because the I think one? the thing yeah. and then Katie come pa- Katie then possessed from the end of the first movie mm-hmm. comes in and abducts the infant.
2: Because uh, it's all uh, it's it's like like you're saying, it's like hereditary. We're like, you need the, right. But like you're saying like hereditary, it's like, they need a son for whatever reason for this ritual. So like the second movie is actually not really about Chrissy. It's about their like infant son more mm-hmm. than anything, so...
0: Do they get into, like, we need the sun for a ritual? Is this... All the no. haunting
2: is happening around the sun. Yeah, That's all you really know. None of this none stuff of is
1: explained, which is okay. why I none think of this, the
2: third the one... The witch stuff? None of that's none in of the that's, second Okay, that's one. What This I'm is wondering. the first movie where this is introduced. Okay. So. Right.
1: It's retroactively explaining yeah. what you've seen in the other movies, okay. which I guess yeah. is why you're saying this is, like, the... You only the, need the three of these, the, and you the, pretty much got the whole story. Yeah, exactly. So, what the movie sets up, I mean, yeah, obviously, after, you know... Uh, Dennis hides all this stuff from, from Julie, even though it's like, you know, you're actually seeing real paranormal activity on, on camera when she experiences I get it, though, because I
2: wouldn't want to know. Just don't tell me. Just, you know, like, it's, what can I do about it? Yeah. And what can she, I fucking do about she it? She
1: continually... He like rejects the idea just on its face even though there's weird shit happening and you know first they even all, have that scene where like he's trying to get her to watch the tape and she's like no there's no ghost first of all that's his fault
0: because he does not know how to present information in the correct order yeah, or in the right, right way right, right like yeah, he yeah
1: he's an idiot yep as far as trying to explain but that's to a, someone. That's, a, that's how the scene is constructed by yes. the filmmakers to make that happen that she's not gonna you know yeah watch but it, until yeah. she sees it herself and then it's like, okay, we're getting out of here, and we're going to Grandma's house, which it turns out is the worst place to go. Because she
2: doesn't buy into it until she sees all the furniture fall right, down,
1: right? right. Yeah, it's hard to, to walk away. That's yeah, to yeah, that.
2: yeah.
0: Her,
2: her kitchen table <laughs> split in half, like fell from the ceiling and split in half. Yeah. Like, it's hard to ignore that.
1: So it's like, all right, we're packing up the kids, and we're going to Grandma's house, and Grandma's very welcoming. And then the first night there, in the middle of the night, uh, they awaken. Why are they recording in the Grandma's house?
2: Because, it, I mean, they don't know that it's not going to follow them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they
1: well, he, don't know what they're well, doing. They have with. one line where he says, like, I'm going to keep recording until this is over. Yeah. And that's, that explains yeah.
2: it. And, and I, yeah. I, <laughs> but Great I, line. But I think, like, when he, what he's saying is that, like... If it's the house, we'll know tonight, right? Like, mm. if it's just the house, it's, if it's an Amityville situation, we'll know tonight because I'll record and we won't see anything in the morning. So we'll be good. But if it's not the house, then we'll, we'll know. We'll, then we we'll know. know
0: what this is for it to be up.
1: Well, they wake up in the middle of the night because they hear cars arriving. Uh, Julie goes to see what her mom's doing and never comes back to There's bed. a
2: lot of loud-ass banging. Yeah. Like, cars driving up, loud fucking banging. Like, they're not even hiding the fact what they're doing. Well,
1: this is actually where the movie became less like the, you know, it's like this is kind of the departure. Where, like I said, you, the, the first half of it, the most of the movie, you get paranormal activity. And then this kind of, the climax felt like something different and it actually seemed like it did kind of crank up the because then you're like i really don't know what's going on first of all it's a ghost or demon or whatever but now it's like what the and it ends up with dennis taking the camera of course and going throughout the house only the house has now got uh you know all these hidden satanic symbols you know, the, obviously the paintings
2: like, are dropping down and revealing these symbols. The paintings that the girls were kind of like mesmerized by earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we're like, "Oh, Grandma." Mm-hmm. Well, Sean was into this because I mean, obviously, when we watched it the first time, I think that you go through the same you know thing. Sure, yeah. you are like, uh, "Grandma, uh, Grandma, she-
2: <laughs> something not right with Grandma." Yeah, oh, yeah. Grandma.
1: So she is part of a coven and there's a creepy scene where he goes into a dark garage and turns Ooh, on the camera God. and there's all these old ladies like there in their Again rope. if and this they, happened to me I'd scream and run. And
0: they
2: are nonplussed by his presence no. like they don't like turn and run away when he sh- when he like turns the light on them. They keep we coming will at him. you, yeah. Like and and like he goes through doors and peeks through the window and they're still coming at him and their relentlessness is what makes it so terrifying.
1: It's not like they're banging you. No, they're it's just quiet, like slowly I think they're just yeah. walking toward you. Yeah, like, they are it following what, Yeah, him. it follows uh, it kind of. Yeah. Um. And, and this kind of. Don't uh, have sex
0: with me and take all my energy away. Like, <laughs> and suck my energy out of me. I would not want that.
1: And it, Well, this is where you got to go with paranormal activity seven, because what else are you going to do? With it? Okay. So, um, the, but it ends up that uh, he does find. Okay. So, he finds Christy. Yep. Who's been the one who's been the focus of all the paranormal yep. activity. Uh, but then it's Well Katie. and
2: and there's some sort of like obvious ritual prep going on because before they go to bed the grandma's like dressing them up and is like, Oh, aren't you a pretty bride? And then they're like, Well, who are you getting married to, Toby? Yeah. And that's yep. when it's like, Okay, this isn't like girls' imagination anymore. Like clearly there's something bigger and more sinister at right, work here. Yeah.
1: Because there's also a line where uh because these are like the mythology lines, like, you know, you need to have a son is number one number two is out of the book where he says to um randy it's like they would you know wait until the girls were a certain age and then uh like there's a marriage ritual with the uh uh the demon mm-hmm. and then we see, uh, the, and then they're
2: brainwashed though, is what they, so they said. So they don't remember, remember it, remember it, it which, was the which setup explains this, the next, the, 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 yeah, the first two, first two movies. movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. remember. Oh. It like, yeah. Uh, okay. You're covering all your bases here, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What?
0: Was, the, I mean, I'm sure there was a whiteboard somewhere. that's like every loose end. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We got to I know. Cause it yep. could
1: be 80 yard. You don't know, but it's like somewhere in a test screening. If they didn't get it, they're like, we got to put this in there. So they are aware of that mythology that you may not have the first, uh, viewing uh see um but yeah so it's like grandma is part of a uh cult they have summoned toby they are trying to get a male heir somehow by wedding her to toby Mm
2: -hmm. which would explain i guess that explains why like she can't be rid of him right like like i they must have wed katie and toby then
1: though okay so but if that's the case okay so here's where the i mean i know it gives you a creepy like ooh ending because uh, dennis meets his demise he's like folded in gets half backbended
2: the, uh, until uh, it snaps yeah, yeah by the he invisible gets Jason creature six. yeah
1: um but it ends with uh grandma going up the stairs with the two girls mm-hmm. tra-la-la-la as they go to quote-unquote get ready mm-hmm. and then we go to black and then it's like okay so what did what happened then If she was married to the demon, that explains paranormal activity one and two. What's the long term that ends up with the the baby from two?
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe you're married to this thing until you get the male heir, but I don't think two follows through on that.
1: Okay, because I'm confused about that myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, maybe they... mm, That's true. How are they
0: writing this? Because if they're writing a bunch of this stuff to tie it up... You can't. You can tie it up, but you can't go back and put stuff in the second one. You know what I mean? Like right. take the right. stuff that the the uh, mythology that they've created in this one. They can kind of make the other ones fit into it, but yeah, they can't add stuff to it to be like, oh yes, the sun and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm figuring this out as we go along.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then you got to watch Paranormal Activity Four, where Paranormal oh. Activity Four involves
2: that's the neighbor, right?
1: Yeah. But that, that that takes place after Paranormal Activity two, because is the kid in the second in the fourth one the infant grown up?
2: I have not seen the fourth uh, see, one. I, I stopped after I the, it, this was it, the last one I watched, and I said I got
1: the full story, so I'm good. They all kind of washed over me after this because I think the marked ones was like this is going to be like a Latino marketed movie, mm-hmm. but yep. there was a tenuous connection like mm-hmm. the family and that. Live next door to Katie or something. Like, there was some kind of. Which doesn't
2: make sense because you've been telling us it's not the house, it's them. Right. So, like, why would it go to the neighbor? You know, Uh, like, it it doesn't make any sense.
1: Because I imagine they were going to do, like, a whole bunch of different, like, tenuously connected paranormal activity movies. They came over and swam in the pool once. Now they're haunted. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, there was a haunted pool cleaner, so
0: true it could it it could work yeah i I just made up a connection
1: i saw the ghost dimension but i do not remember what that was about you did more work than i did yeah (laughs) does
0: a camera go into the ghost dimension
1: yeah Uh, because it's all in 3d and there uh, is like a yeah that way, I just remember it being piss poor, and you're like, "Why?" in the this series has overstated its. World.
2: Yeah. Para- <laughs> so the seventh one is definitely going to be like a TikTok challenge, right? It's going to be something. like do this and see what happens, and then it's it's going to be like that. That's speaking of what which, it's going to be.
1: Do you remember uh, we were talking TikTok, about like I those? Because uh, was it a TikTok or YouTube? Was it like the Zeebo challenge or something? That had something to do with the Ouija board or something? Where you would summon this thing, and it became like a little viral deal for a while. And huh. then it turned out that it was promotion for a movie. Now, I don't even remember what the would movie you? was. No, it was some <laughs> crappy like horror movie that like kind of came and went. But it was like this whole like Zobo or something. I can't remember what it was called. The challenge. It was like a YouTube thing. Zomo? Is I
0: need don't... you to figure this out real quick.
2: <laughs> Wait, are you talking about that weird like bird-faced yeah, mo- yeah, yeah, Momo? No. Momo?
1: Momo? Momo. Was it her Momo challenge? Momo. With the
2: bird face thing? Yes, yeah. the bird
1: face lady, which is yeah. fucking terrifying. I,
2: I don't ever want to see that again. No, never. Didn't
1: that end up being like a secret it's... stealth promotion for some... N- no. No, but no, 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 no. Wasn't that was an uh... art
2: piece yeah. that someone took a like had a picture of and co-opted it and kind of made it into like it would pop up like as a jump scare in like youtube videos yeah. and then be like tell you to kill yourself and little it kids like a cre-
0: it turned into a creepy pasta thing yeah it yeah. turned into a
2: creepy ca- pasta thing and li- little kids were stumbling across it and that was the yeah, problem yeah my son
0: had showed me momo yeah, right?
2: oh. yeah. and it, no it was just and and i guess like the creator of the sculpture like destroyed it and like did a video destroying it so that kids would Stop freaking out about it. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, it was like he just created this piece of art that got co-opted right. into a which kind of uh, looks. Thing. Is
0: it truth or dare? It's uh, it kind of so looks like, harmless. smile it, face if, if you look at it. Yeah, it like it's harmless. But then you're like, ugh, it's, it's still
2: unsettling. Terrifying. Yeah. Yes.
1: Can you look up the really eyes. quick? Just like Zozo challenge. Maybe I, it was I Zozo. Don't just uh, i'm curious my, i don't want to see sorry. this
2: fucking bird thing no my it's pocket.
1: not it's not momo it was like Ugh. just see if something comes up with zozo I'm showing you
2: do this i'm not doing I
0: was, I was saying oh i am zozo i'm seeing zozo okay yes
1: is it like somehow related? Does it say anything? Is there a connection to like a movie? Okay, so well, like I, that there's the and I remember. Report. It seemed like okay. Well, maybe I'm. This is uh, there's that should sure research. I did. think you're <laughs> conflating things. <laughs> Might be
0: a horror short story. Zozo, I there's something okay. there's some mythology to it because I'm seeing a lot of stuff pop up, but it has to do with a Ouija board.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. I had. But then okay. I thought I also heard that it was connected to him. Mo- but this is like basically the thing that I guess that you try to do is as a as a, uh, distrib- as a distributor of a movie like this, is you're trying to do like these kind of, this is what Paranormal Activity gave us in Blair Witch, was that kind of stealth marketing. Yes. Where you're watching stuff that you think is real, a real challenge that goes viral, and it turns out that was actually like, mm-hmm. you know trying to get you to see a movie. <laughs> like, uh, you know,
2: I remember district nine having a really good stealth campaign like that too. Like, did you guys ever see the bus, the bus stop signs that had like the, the, oh, yeah. the, the no aliens allowed, like on the oh, bus yeah. stop Some or like in
0: public. I, yeah. I think it was in LA at the time. And they had them at all the bus. They stops. were in Chicago.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember like being like, what the fuck is this? And like, there was like a like a web address you could go to, right. and it was like, oh, yeah, they but did it was like good. they yeah the district like bring that back, bring back that guerrilla marketing. I kind of like it. The yeah. last
0: one I remember, I think, you had to be pretty heavily on Twitter. But Blair Witch, when it when the new one came that out, dreadful, dreadful movie. That very dreadful movie. But they had some kind of viral marketing going for too mm. on Twitter. They would you follow the right people, like they were part of the uh, associated with the people who were actually in the movie, like mm. on camera those characters. They'd send you shit like. Uh, the stick figures and all that. Yeah.
2: Oh, super! do you guys remember Super 8's guerrilla marketing? No. Like, they had that... I mean, it it didn't live up to the movie, but, like, they had uh, that trailer where it was just the train crashing, mm-hmm. and yep. in the train crash, there was, like, a close-up on, like, the serial number of the train, and that was actually an right. IP address, oh. and when you put that in, it took you to a website right. where it was, like, information about the alien, yeah. and then... So that got you real excited, That's like, like your, me, and then your your you PR saw the movie, right. and you were,
1: like, yeah oh that's it the augmented okay. reality yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah, campaigns mm-hmm. okay all right you gotta do it well <laughs> well um okay well but we digress <laughs> we're gonna tell you what we thought about paranormal activity three and whether or not you should watch it but uh, first of all we're gonna answer some of your mail and in order to do that we're gonna have to summon our mailman and his name is igor bring us the mail masters masters the mail I've got the mail so many letters our followers are rising rising why thank you Igor do
2: you think thank- he's ever been possessed do you think he knows Toby
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I mean he's you, definitely can imagine Igor's imaginary friend how terrifying is that oh, God. Oh, no. I don't want to know in order for you to join this interactive portion of our show, all you got to do is follow along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Or Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. You can email us. Saturday Freak Show at yahoo.com. Or you can follow along on Instagram for the time of your life. It's Saturday Night Freak Show. About tonight's movie, Paranormal Activity 3, Michael Whitaker writes in and says, now here's a horror movie franchise that for some reason my wife is actually the bigger fan of versus myself. For some reason, I couldn't get into this series of movies, but I did see this one once. And I've always thought that it was strange that this franchise stuck with found footage the whole time. But Blair Witch abandoned it the moment it got a sequel, then tried to get it back for the third and never recovered.
2: That's a true. Third? That is weird. There
1: were, wait, oh, yeah. the third. The third is oh, third. Oh, the one Rich. we were just talking Rob about. Yeah, like the
0: thir- because oh, there we all try con- to forget it
2: exists. Con- con-
1: con- Did we do part two on this show? No. Okay. Book hey. of Shadows. Oh. Book no. of Shadows.
2: I remember when we people will. thought <laughs> Adam Wingard could make good things?
1: Yeah. 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 That didn't last long. Well, he got Sorry. didn't he just do Kong? Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Remember when With we just said. Good things.
2: Yeah. I, yeah okay. I didn't say mediocre things. I said good things.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, there was, uh, for Blair Witch, there was, I don't know if you guys remember this, there was like a three video game set that came out uh, sometime after, the, I think it was a tie-in with Blair Witch 2, but those actually were pretty decent. One of them was yeah. like the Rustin Par. Yeah. One yeah, of yeah. them was, you know, Yeah. Um, Adam Kaler says, I just finished watching Paranormal Activity 3. It felt like I was watching a Where's Waldo movie. If Waldo were invisible, adding witches, I assume they're witches, to the mythology seemed like an afterthought. Probably best to stick to the original or a better slow burn horror movie might be Ty West's The House of the Devil.
0: Okay. I hear a lot about The House of the I, Devil. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, Ty it. West is a big blind spot in general for me. I me think. too. Yeah.
0: I always hear Maybe his name. Maybe we need to work on movies. that. You Maybe. Know?
1: Ty West movies? Yeah, he's got some good ones. Yeah, yeah. I think all right, that's an area to explore. Uh, About last week's episode, Guns Akimbo. Johnny New Jersey writes in and says, "Well, I've heard." While I have heard and saw the trailer for this movie, I completely forgot about it, so thank you, Holly, for finally making me sit down and watch it. Mm -hmm. It's like a poor man's John Wick fell into the world of Deadpool (laughs) combined with dread, and it was a fun time. Plus, any movie that with Van Van Damme's sweet mullet from Hard Target and the ending theme song to Kickboxer Mm -hmm. gets extra points from me. Eight out of ten jumping, spinning, roundhouse kicks. That is a Damn. great
2: description of that movie. I wrote in my, I looked back on my notes when I when we were watching that movie, and I, I mean, I wrote this during the first fifteen minutes. But I wrote, Scott Pilgrim if he drank Monster instead of Coke 0 <laughs> <laughs> but, but I like Johnny
0: New Jersey's description better.
1: It is
2: very Deadpool and its humor.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, Evil Kid Summer says uh, Samara Weaving's eyes are so psycho. I love it.
0: Yeah, especially when Margot
2: Robbie's, especially when she
1: died. uh, This discussion
0: can continued on after (laughs) that episode. Like we said we need the Buzz, BuzzFeed quiz is like is this or is this not Margot Robbie.
2: I will fail it. I know. I'll, I'll ace will.
0: it. Like I
1: got it. Like <laughs> who was think... the other yeah, there's like two other
2: Australian Okay,
0: the one who whoever the McKenna whatever Ashley McKenna or whatever her name is. No, was, yeah, I'm she
2: the... doesn't. Get her out of there.
0: I well I thought she looked the most like um Margot Robbie in there. There
2: was one of those in that four that was a reach.
1: It was. It's just like, "Eh, we
0: can yeah. take her out." But the other ones are just like, okay.
1: Well, about uh, the previous week's episode, we watched uh, Eight Legged Freaks. Mike Welch writes in and says, the, Oh, this is, so I was saying during that movie, there's a comedian. In it, uh, that none says, of
2: us knew. Yeah, that none of you knew. He's
1: as a comedian. You're thinking of is Rick Overton. I remember seeing stand up on his comedy comic relief, and he's also in Groundhog Day. I mean, I think he's been in a lot of things, right. uh, but I remember him as a comedian. And I we identified him on our social media. Uh, Brett Williams says, "Why was Kari Werther's most famous job as the game show girl on MTV's Remote Control?" Not mentioned in her filmography.
2: Oh, I do feel like we kind of failed for not mentioning that. I
1: mean,
0: that's true. We don't always get to the MTV bits of people's career.
2: I feel like we do uh, more often than we don't, though. Well, we said (laughs)
1: filmography. Yeah. That's not really. Okay. Uh, Kryptonian Orphan says, please review more movies with Kari Werher. Even when they're awful movies, at least she's in them.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sure. We'll put her on the wall.
1: And uh, so Peter get get says, uh, Colin, was the film you were thinking of? The Tripper? And it turns out, yes, it was. Okay, nice. so that movie. What were you trying to I out? said there was a movie about a killer Ronald Reagan, and I thought ah. that David Arquette was in it, but it turns out I was misremembering it. David Arquette directed a movie about wow. a killer Ronald Reagan killing a bunch of hippies, and like Thomas Jane, Paul Rubens. There's a bunch of folks okay. in it. Uh, the more you talk, Jason the more I'm Mews. like, I probably okay. should watch this yeah. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, right. Well, thank you, each of you, for writing in. We really appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. And now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought of tonight's movie, starting with... Me!
0: I got to go first. Get this out of the way. Um, <laughs> the, Watching this movie 10 years on uh, has no benefit for the movie or for myself. Like Because of everything that I've experienced, a first-time watch for this 10 years on... It doesn't work. I've seen too many other things. I keep bringing up Hereditary because apparently it stole everything it owes to this movie. Um, But it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. I mean, when the when the movie ended and went to black, I almost shouted like, "That's it!" Because it felt like nothing really happened in this movie. This is just for me.
2: You're very hard on found footage movies.
0: I don't. But it's. But again,
2: I'm. I'm not. You had a lot of the same complaints at The Last Exorcism. uh, I think.
0: uh, Did I? I have to yeah, go back you, and you to did it.
2: not like that movie. You no, were the only one who didn't recommend it. It's
0: just one of the genres that I can't get into, no matter what. Um, but I, th- but I also think, like, it's not the best genre. Like, I know I have some problems with it, but I also think, like, they don't make the greatest movies. There are some really great ones, I will say that. But I'm also not going to go uh, diving into that to explore these things, because I... My brain seems to have a real hard time with them. This one is no exception, so uh, I will pass on this one. I don't. I just want to forget about this mythology.
2: Well, and now not, I now if I want to twist the knife on you at all, Sean, and get back for nothing but trouble and Howard the Duck, I'll just bring more fun footage. There you movies.
0: go. Because well, I'm going to be very silent during those episodes. But I mean, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm going to pass on this again. Like I said, I don't want to. I was curious as you guys were talking about the other movies in this, especially like these first three, if I was going to explore, but I, like I said, I just want to forget this and not be curious about it and not have to go explore them. Cause I don't, it's going to be diminishing returns for me. I don't like them. Uh, they, I don't, I can't get into any level of believability with them. Um, maybe the day I see a ghost, like I'll, I'll go back and revisit all of these and be like scary <laughs> shit ever. But the, I, woo, this movie, it felt, Uh, It felt long, it felt like nothing happened I do not like the main character I think he's not given uh, Like I said, I think he's given a merciless job Because he's got to keep He's got to be the thrust for keeping the cameras going And that's not um, uh, I don't think it's a likable task for anybody in these movies Um, But especially not for this guy It doesn't feel like it's in 1988 That guy doesn't feel like he's in 1988 I have so many problems with this But I think, I mean, it may just all be me So uh, we'll chalk it up to being me And I'm going to pass on Paranormal Activity 3
1: what'd you think well i mean tonight i had kind of the same reaction that i had the first time i watched it so um i thought paranormal activity as a series kind of got better as they went um but this was you know i watched them in sequence and i was massively underwhelmed by that first one uh you know i was like i don't see what the fuss is this is just some guy setting up a camera and we're watching nothing happening and then every once in a while there was a on the soundtrack (laughs) and then boo you know Mm -hmm. and i was like okay you know i can appreciate it for a that it was a fifteen thousand dollar you know uh, investment that returned a kajillion dollars i appreciate it that it spawned a galaxy of found footage movies it seemed like that was all we were getting for uh, at least like 15 years or something like that yeah um I did like, I always, uh, in my mind, I always chalk this one up as this was the one I liked the most. I think that was because, uh, obviously, I had seen everything before that, and maybe now watching it, it's like, because it explains what has previously happened, so there might be buy-in. You know, if you come into the third one, then it might be like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's like a payoff to two Mm -hmm. other movies that you've watched. Um, But yeah, I mean, I thought it was effective... You have to kind of, at least my experience watching it was you got to kind of let go of the the idiosyncratic things. It's like no, it's not nineteen eighty eight. It's just basically that's how old the girls have to be in that. Yeah. You know, so, but again, I all know the, all this shit. Yeah, but. and I guess I I see what you're saying because I have that Sean, I have that same problem with a lot of found footage movies. It's like I'm aware of the artifice uh, that they're trying to make it believable. They're not really movies per se, uh, as they are just, um, it's like a spooky reality television. Like Mm. somebody figured out that, uh, you know, I mean, my my whole, at the time that it came out, I kept remembering like, man, this is like the horror version of cops, you know, Mm. because cops, I think was my, uh, like way of seeing, it was like, this is going to be like reality TV after, I mean, cause all that stuff, like the Osborns and all that stuff where we'd actually set up cameras and people would, you know, kind of play out their lives came after that, you know? And, uh, then I remember the X Files did an episode of Cops. It was like hilarious. Oh, yeah. So I was like, but, but that was because of the found footage stuff. So X Files <laughs> thought, what I, and they're like, we're going to make like the horror version of Cops. Um, but it was the idea that you have, I think, in watching. And taking something that you were so familiar with, with quote unquote reality TV, and then saying now, nah, but now we're faking it. We're confusing you, the viewer, into thinking what you're seeing is real. That's the appeal of the found footage movie. And somehow, like playing a, you know, uh, I always equate it also to the experience of uh, playing a survival horror video game because it feels more uh, direct, the threat to you. I think you know it's supposed so it's more scary in some mm. ways that's what they're trying to do. That's why I found footage I think caught fire uh, because it was like with these movies, a for on the Hollywood business end they're a cheap investment, and on the consumer end, it feels like you're watching something you they're know coming to get you Yeah, and it feels very scary that way because like, ooh, this is like real life, you know, I've been trained through these other shows, and I'm using cops as an example, but Well, no, tons but of it, stuff. You're, you're know, right, but it is a brilliant
0: move, especially when reality TV is, like you said, everywhere, to like, take those, like, yeah. well we're watching that and that's real, and to yeah. apply it to big screen movies. I have yes.
1: equated that type of video quality yes. to reality, and yes. now I'm telling you something that's fake. And I'm confusing your brain. Yes. Well, and so it feels more. Sorry,
2: Colin, but most reality television is very scripted and fake as well. Son wow. of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, I mean, of the of the three Paranormal Activity movies, I like this one the best. So I guess I would recommend it. But I mean, you know, the interesting thing now tonight is listening to Sean as a first-timer watching it and going like, well, it doesn't make any sense unless you've seen the other three. Yes. So if you've seen the three of them, I think this one's the best one. I would give it a... A recommendation then i think it's the best paranormal activity movie michaela what do you think
2: uh i i think the thing i like the most about the paranormal activity franchise is that it violates all your safe spaces right so like not only is like your home being invaded which like whether it's paranormal or not your home being invaded is always terrifying but like you always feel safe in your bed you always feel like if you pull your covers up over your head, everything's, you'll be fine. You're protected. I still do that. I'm still always just This movie, like, your bed is not safe. Like, uh, you see in the first, like, and not only that, it plays on the trope of, like, you sticking your foot out from under the covers is not safe. That is a theme through all these movies. You stick your foot out, Toby, whatever demon, he's grabbing that foot. Like, it's it happens in all these movies. And, like, how do you escape that? And how do you escape it when it's you and not the house, you know? And I love that um, these are paranormal movies that don't bring religion into it a ton. The solution is not a priest coming to the house and, and doing whatever. This They don't know what the solution is. And I feel like that's the most realistic approach to this kind of situation. Um, because if you're asking me to buy into a religious solution to this problem, I'm gonna check out immediately. Like, I'm out. I'm out of this movie. Once at the moment you're like, the solution is a priest to come in. You know, yeah, um,
1: because the solution probably would have been a priest to come. In. Well, that happens. That happens in the first it's one, person, Colin. They did bring and in, he was they? like,
2: I can't fucking help you. I was he, gonna say, didn't he get scared. He gets and run scared run and runs <laughs> out. So like, I like that they play on that trope of like you think the problem's gonna be solved in the first one, and then the priest is even like, I can't handle this and leaves. Um. I, I saw this movie in theaters, and it was probably one of the greatest theater experiences I've ever had. It was the most packed theater I've ever been in. Uh, I sat had to sit in the second row because there was no seats left because it was a full theater. And um, because it's PG-13, There was a, I mean, I was 21 when this came out, so there was a lot of teenagers there, and... In that third act when like the witch stuff is dialing up and he's walking down the hallway and they're popping out of the darkness, people were running screaming out of the theater. I saw people get up and run out of the theater screaming. Like I've never seen such a vis- visceral reaction to horror movies as I have paranormal activity 3. And you know, even like the the sheet ghost dropping people just ga- you could hear the whole theater gasp when that happened. Like even the little things and like watching it with a crowd like that is really interesting too because there's always someone that spot something in the frame before everybody else you know you hear one person hear go a- <gasps> and then yeah. it just like hits like a wave across the whole theater right um so that was a moment in time that i don't know if i'll ever experience again uh, i i mean i go to the movies now and no one's there so like uh, i don't you know, know that i'll <laughs> ever see a horror movie and see people react that way and as someone who was in high school during like the torture porn era like i liked this being available to me, you know, I liked like
0: as a reprieve. Uh, yeah, from all well,
2: that. torture porn isn't scary. It's gross. There's a difference between gore and scare, you know, like terror, like that's just gross and it's just upsetting and unsettling. It's not scary, you know? And so this being like the furthest you could go on the spectrum from torture porn, right? Because there is like no blood in these movies. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's literally invisible what you see attacking these people. Like, I thought that was such a great reaction to torture porn, and I liked that these movies came along and disrupted that, because who knows how long the torture porn would have gone on if this hadn't come along. So I really like this franchise. I like the first three. I won't watch anything past that. I don't care what you tell me. I'm not watching the rest of them. I got the story I needed in these three. And I I love suspenseful movies, and I think these movies are a great exercise in suspense and just, like, they have those moments of, like, fuck, what would I do in that situation? What would I do if there was Cloved hoof prints on the floor in my bedroom right next to where i sleep you know and i think that you know there are better found footage movies blair which is obviously like i said it's the citizen kane at poughkeepsie tapes is up there um but this these are just as good and it's kind of sad to me that they've kind of been like lost to the sands of time maybe like gen z will rediscover them now with seven coming out and they'll be beloved again but i think that just allow yourself to buy into the premise. You have no problem buying into any other fucking ridiculous premise of the movie. Everyone everyone likes guns akimbo, and, and that's a fucking ridiculous premise of a movie. But as soon as you put found footage on something, everyone's got a problem with it. So just allow yourself to fall into the world of the movie and just go with it. And if it's still not your thing, fine, but just give it a chance. So I would definitely recommend it.
0: I will say there is, you do get great theater experiences out of these movies. Absolutely. That's the fun part mm-hmm. about these, which I suppose maybe that's
1: all they need to be. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because I think, like I said, we're overthinking it Oh from yeah, the technical definitely. And Oh, definitely. Most people aren't seeing that. They're just seeing what, you know, and it's yep. extremely relatable. Okay. All right. So next week, uh, we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by. Colin. Colin, what are we going to do next week? Well, we're saying that there was torture porn that was going on at this point in time, and there was also the paranormal activity movies, but there was also some other genre that I think was like hugely influential. Final Destination? no <laughs> 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 ooh, ooh. haven't we done one of that we did we did yeah we did yeah. I was wondering if you were oh, going we to dip three. back right. into right, it right, right. no 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 uh, well apparently the forgotten uh, hugely influential genre of J, J- horror oh
2: yeah that's right? true yeah. so
1: tune in next week as we're going to talk all about probably J horror but we're going to go back to the one that kicked it all off and that is Ringu all right known ooh. to you but ring is the real fucking name of the goddamn movie okay I'll fight for that until I die uh, okay. so we're watching ring you next right, week yeah. on Saturday night freak show and until then ladies and germs the basement is going dark